Shalom Aleichem on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Pei Gimel, Babakama 83b, pagination is 166. We start one of the most famous chapters in Babakama, Hachovel, the case of one person doing damage to another person. We'll hopefully get to an unfortunate practical example described in one of the tshuvas, but on a basic level, the Mishnah tells us, There are five categories of payments that would be made in, or could be made in a case where a person did damage to his fellow, and they are Benezek, damage, Bitsar the pain, Berifui, the doctor bills, Besheves, with the amount that he can't work, his loss of wages, Uboshes, and the embarrassment, and the Mishnah will go on to explain each one. Now, the identifying of these different categories is not just a financial matter, it's also appreciating the different dimensions of loss, the same way that in psychology, for example, we talk about identifying the levels and the stages of loss or of grief. So here also, we're identifying the different dimensions in which the person took the loss based on this damage person, God forbid, cut off someone's arm or damaged him to the point that it's immobile. He, he lost usage, mobility of that limb. So here is the list of payments that could apply. Benezek Ketzad. How does the damage level apply? So the Mishnah outlines, Sima es eno, if he blinded the person's eye, Kita es yado, he cut off his arm, Shiber es raglo, he broke his foot, presumably in a permanent way. Roim oso ki ilu hu eved nimkar bashuk, the way to evaluate the actual damage done to the person would be if the person was being sold as a slave, meaning, his effective value and how it has been diminished. How much he was worth, how much he is worth. And that's the way the Mishnah describes assessing Nezek, the intrinsic damage. Beyond that fact that he has to pay for the intrinsic damage, however, that's going to be assessed, we'll see on the next daf, that uh, someone objected to having an evaluation like a slave in the market. But we are identifying the fact that a damage was done intrinsically. Beyond that, there's still other payments. Tsar, the payment for pain. If he pained him 
by coming in contact with a hot or sharp item. Even if it's on his nail, in a way that it didn't do any damage, but it caused him pain. Omdim, we evaluate, how much a person of his stature, in terms of pain threshold, would accept such a pain, as opposed to having the same procedure done without the pain. The Mishnah has a case, uh, living in the Roman or post-Roman era, of a person who had a ruling from the king against him to have his limb chopped off. In some societies, theft invoked a punishment of having his hand cut off. Maybe he was on the wrong side of the political system. But the Gemara describes on pay hay that he would pay the, it's not an executioner, but the person who's got to do this procedure to him, how much he would pay to have it done with a medicinal method so that he doesn't have pain as opposed to having it done with the pain. And therefore, we were able to assess, not just in a hypothetical way, but in a somewhat practical way, unfortunately, how much such a thing would cost so that the person shouldn't have pain to have the same thing done. In our time, we might say, if a person has to have a limb amputated, but there are different methods, how much he would pay for the method that doesn't cause the pain. The fact that it's being amputated is being assessed in a different category, but in the pain category, how much is it worth? You have this uh, by the dentist or by oral surgery where they might offer two different methods with the painkiller, without the painkiller, is it worth it to you? And there are ways to assess such things. Ripoy, the doctor bill, he He hit him, he's got to pay for the doctor bills in order to heal what was damaged. Skipping down three lines, Sheves, the lost wages, we evaluate as if he's a person guarding the cucumbers. In other words, something that doesn't take a whole lot of mobility. He already paid him the amount of his hand or foot. So we're not assessing Sheves from the job that he used to have until whatever it is he can do now if he's bedridden, so we only evaluate after we've already purchased the downgrade, so to speak, from what he used to be able to do and what he's able to do now. And therefore, his lying in bed is only the discrepancy between whatever it is he would be doing now that he's damaged and the fact that he's not even able to do that. Boches, embarrassment, it depends on who is doing 
the embarrassment and who is getting embarrassed. As Rashi explains, Adam Kal Shabiesh, a low person who does the embarrassment, causes greater embarrassment. And the person who's getting embarrassed, Adam Chashuv Shanespayish, if he's a prestigious person and he's getting embarrassed, so his embarrassment is greater, and this will all play out with how much the person has to pay for the embarrassment. The Trumas Hadeshen in Psakim Simen Reish Ches outlines a case where apparently one person was cheppering, bothering the other person, and the person being bothered reached out with a sh- apparently very sharp knife, and uh, perhaps his intention was to tap the person with the blunt side of the knife, but whatever it was that his intention was, he ended up using the sharp part of the knife, hitting the person on a limb, and either severing it or causing permanent damage by this motion. And the question that the Truma Sadeshan is addressing is, what level of liability does this person have to pay for the horrendous damage that he caused? And he points out that to strike at somebody in such a violent way, would only be permitted if it was an act of self-defense. But over here, the person was not bothering him in a cruel way. He was bothering him. And he had no business saving himself from the agitation with a blow of wickedness. Lachasro Ever to cause him the loss of limb. And even though you'll argue it was an accident, we have a principle that a person is responsible for his actions. Now, the problem over here is that we in our time do not have the conventional authorization to impose these categories of payment because damage of one person to another is not shchiach. It's not a common thing to happen. And therefore, the extension of our smicha, our ordination to impose such payments is limited because it's an item that's not common and therefore to extend the authorization that existed in the times of the Talmud to us is not as simple. We do, however, have the ability to impose payments under a different logic, which may be based on these types of payments, but it's working with a different logic. In the words of the Ramah, Simon Aleph in Choshen Mishpat, Seif Beis, Kofin Hachovel, we force the person who did the damage, Lefayes Hanechbal, to appease the person who got damaged, Ulekonso, and to fine the person who did the damage, 
as it appears to them to be appropriate. So even though the Dayanim wouldn't come through to the payment number based directly by claiming, okay, Nezek is this amount, Tsar is this amount, etc., but certainly based on Talmudic scholarship and wisdom, they're going to come up with the number that they are actually going to impose, but the amount they're going to impose is pius. It's appeasement. It's knas. It's a fine. It's the amount that they feel appropriate for normal society functioning. That amount that they feel it appropriate to impose. Yoshikoach, thank you for joining.